Welcome to a very special emergency Internet Explorers. We had to do it. I'm Tim Geddes, joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Is this what I've gotten 48 mentions from in the in the last 30 minutes? From? Okay, gotcha. Oh, yeah, that's not enough. Not enough mentions, Andy. We also Got have it. the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. I'd just like to firmly welcome Andy to the Internet Explorers team. I hear he did a great job uh, in my absence last week, and he'll never be on the show again. He did great. We are, in fact, the Internet Explorers. And if there's anything you guys know about Internet Explorers, that we love Vin Diesel. And uh, we love looking at his Instagram all the time, every week. We do the check-ins, how many days until Fast 9, all that stuff. Nick, you missed an amazing episode last week where Andy came on and there were teases of him putting out a song. I didn't believe it. We didn't think it was going to happen this soon. But there were teases. And then we went back and uh, watched him, just clips of him singing in other appearances and mm-hmm. what what was the song andy uh oh happy day when jesus walks that's how it has it was so bad. can i ask you so this before we get into it and i know the answer to this question already it's rhetorical but is vin diesel a good singer Nick, let me put like it you- let me let me put it this way this happened this morning i'm freaking out i'm laying in bed i'm playing on spotify and i don't show gia i don't tell gia mm-hmm. i just let it play and i'm just staring at her and she's like what and I was just like looking at her and she's listening. She goes, is that Vin fucking Diesel? So maybe that answers your question. <laughs> I cannot wait for this. We had someone submit this for screencast, which we're doing right after this. And Tim, I was going to surprise you with that. I can't surprise you with any of this shit, but I was going to do that as a top news story. But I'm glad we're doing it here with Andy Cortez. It just feels with right. Kevin Coelho. It feels right. And I, I just want to say right off the bat, his album art spot on. It really is nailing the vibe of Vin Diesel's Instagram. Exactly. It's beautiful. It's such a beautiful thing. All right. It's, without further ado, let's get into it. Feel Like I Do by Vin Diesel. <laughs> I love that it's a dance mix. It's pretty good. It's a lot of auto-tuning happening in there, guys. It sounds a little bit like Randy Newman's trying to get into pop. Much auto tune. Camo Six says this is some 2006 Pixar movie end credit shit. Yes, it's Randy Newman in a nutshell. Dude, this is. It's also like if Justin Bieber did this song, I'd be like, this makes sense. But Vin Diesel dipping his toe into this is so. I love it. So fucking weird. It's perfect. Love it. This is gonna be Mia Gia's wedding song. Yes. Can I sing it though? And can you just auto tune me to sound like Vin Diesel? <laughs> can I do it? Can you Andy do a live version of Vin Diesel's Feel Like I Do at your wedding? 100%. This feels like the inspirational montage scene in a movie converted from a Hank Green book. Oh like my the, lord. The this young, is definitely like a young had, adult thing. The girl had cancer and then yep. she survived it and she fell in love with a dude. Like, that's kind of what it reminds me of. So what are the what's the over under on either this song or him on a song in Fast Night? Oh, I mean, I think that 
thing is this. I, I think this might be just a product of him not having anything to do right now because they can't film. So I feel like he was just like, hey, I got to do something with my immense creative talents. Yeah. Let's call up whatever the producer is that's 14 that made this beat that probably is a multimillionaire. Let me get on this track right now. Let me call up my boy Bieber to write the lyrics for me. And let's just go. Let's just see where it goes. I mean, every, a lot of people learned how to make bread in quarantine. And Vin Diesel made bangers. Like, this mm-hmm. is what he's doing. This is what he's figuring out. I love are this. We, are we going to react to... The video from Kelly Clarkson's live show. We, that's we are. I got to say we are. I wanted to at least get that far because I wanted to see if there was a key change. And I'm no, uh, no, no, no. He can't very disappointed, that, bro. He can't go any higher. Well, there's like thirty. <laughs> the there's thirty t- seconds left in the song. Don't you know? Vin Diesel surprised me before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now Nick, have you seen this? No, I I, I, I saw some really stuff about excited. this. So this this, this is, is it. Uh, Kelly Clarkson show. They did a, uh, I don't know, a fucking listening, a debut of this song. I'm not really sure, but <laughs> they had a live audience, and this is their response, and it's out of sync, and it is fucking everything. Okay. I love it. This is Internet Explorers in a nutshell. Oh, th- oh they responded to this? And Kelly Clarkson, this is her live audience, right? Oh, God. It looks like a bunch of worms just squiggling around. Dude, the live audiences via Zoom don't work. It doesn't work. Stop it. I can't do this. I this fucking can't so look at it, man. Fucking weird and awkward. Look at that guy. Oh, got a red shirt. God, <laughs> that poor mean. guy. Jesus Christ, he's just watching Guys, the show. I can't. They're, they're literally All dancing these people to Vin Diesel singing. <laughs> show us this one more time. I swear. I, I. Like, this is a some. This is a scene out of Idiocracy, man. Like th- there can be no more live shows, so this is how the audiences are. We're dancing to a live song from Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> Camo Six says, "I'd lose my shit if Nick was just in one of those frames." And this was his reveal to the guys. Okay, uh, here, uh, here's here it goes, guys. Here's here's your uh, Cambo Six. Here's your task for the day. Put me doing this in every one of those screens. Do you want me to give them a wider shot so it looks like those? Yes. Please do. Here's oh, the thing. KFAF had to die in order for Internet Explorers to take all the best bits, including the Photoshop challenge. Your Photoshop challenge for this is to make us in all of these. I want all of us. We got to dance real quick, but I want all of us in all of these. I don't know how we're going to do it. It's going to take forever to composite, and you have to motion track. <laughs> the problem but is, you, let's be honest. We have nothing better to do. A lot of motion tracking. It's all yeah. square, though. It's easy. Well, no, those are rectangles. They're yeah. double the shot you you got. Yeah, but they're not. They're not like. Uh, they're not like. Uh, it'll just be. You a can, spe- you can be roto a them out easily. Is all I'm saying. It'll oh, be a yeah. big roto zoom in on Nick's face. It'll just be a giant. <laughs> <laughs> Kev, can you? It's going to take a couple days, but I feel. Can like you we give can them the best shot that the, that you can to get I people mean, some honestly, good footage? Like I don't have much height that I can give them. That's all we need right here. It's fine. Yeah. Thanks huh? just in my face. You, you could just loop. You could just loop this, dude. Like. Just clap along. No, Timmy, you can't, you can't have your arms out. There it is. There it is. It's gonna be great content. Can you imagine, again, like just showing this to somebody from <laughs> la- from two years ago, maybe even last year, and say, this is what the future has in <laughs> store. Can you imagine showing this to someone when, like, uh, Stay like uh, what was it? Stay at home thing kicked Shelter in. Place. Shelter yeah. in place kicked in and been like, hey, this is gonna be, yeah, six months away. Yeah, that's and what I'm saying. Like, Kevin. no, it's so bizarre. Like, you, I, you I can't all get that bad. Scene, 
All of this is so Black Mirror-ish, dude. Yeah, and here's... It, it, it's like, a, it's satire. All of this is like satire of ourselves. Like, here's what you do. Here's what you do. Because I'm thinking about this. Here's what you do. You want to make this easier on yourself, Camboy, Cambo77? You just you do a still frame of this. You roto all those out in Photoshop. You use it as a mask, and then you put us back in the back. Like you don't have to have movement. You can fake the movement a little bit. Fuck, I can do this. I'm doing this today. <laughs> Guys, I need 20 minutes of you dancing, Kevin. You as well, I need, Kevin. Here's the thing, Kevin. Minutes. Kevin, I need you. I need you to memorize the lyrics. You can't be reading off a screen. I need you to memorize the fucking lyrics of the song and sing along with it. Because I'm going to cut to you in the album art, <laughs> right I there. I'm going to cut to you in there. <laughs> Oh man, oh, this is well, the greatest thing that's ever happened to us. We I'm need so, this. This is so, gonna bring the country it's, together. It's crazy mm-hmm. how much it really does sound like. Who the fuck looked at this and was like, "Yeah, we nailed it." <laughs> what producer looked at this and was like, "This is this is a great idea." Also, they're all against the same white wall. Did they bring them in and film them separately? And if so, why would you not sync them up? They're no, all. Oh, I guess that guy's against his door. That no, poor guy with the red shirt's like, "Fuck my life." No, 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 this is like their live audience watching it, Nick. It's like when you see at the NBA games, you see people in screens watching the game in real time. Uh, okay, I, so I, I thought they were all against oh, the same white oh, background. Rewind, rewind, rewind really quick. Is that um, someone we know? Do we the, know this the, person? The, the, those black kids in the top right, they're the React kids oh, from YouTube. Whoa! <laughs> That's oh my amazing. God! These Nick, kids we, like we, watched, we watched them like two, three weeks ago on Internet Explorers. They, react- they reacted to a... Uh, uh, um, I'm gonna say I this, Tim. Phil Collins. Collins. Yeah, Phil Collins. I'm gonna say this, Tim. They, within, I have to imagine, roughly fewer than 18 years of life, have gotten themselves on the Kelly Clarkson show. You have yet to get yourself on the Ellen DeGeneres show, which, That's by the true. way, probably worked in your favor yeah. in the last yeah, year. At this point, but yeah. as of a year ago, uh-huh. you're fucking up, man. You're you're about 13, 11 years behind. So get. Your I would have given in. anything to be in this fucking audience right now. I was I was gonna talk so much match shit because I was. Well, I mean, before I noticed that the YouTubers, the famous YouTubers with a lot of views on their shit, were on the top right. I was about to say, how do you like? You don't. I are wager to say like, some of these people are like YouTubers are they on, as well or influencers as well. Are they, they on lunch be. break? Like, why? I don't know. I would just be like, no, you're not going to. I can't let you take a day off from work to be on the Kelly Clarkson show. Well, Andy, like, everyone's at home anyway. So what's a day? Like right now, I fucking for all I know, Greg could just be taking a nap. I don't know what he's doing. Everyone's at home. It doesn't matter. Dude. Andy, I, I'm so happy. And also, that, I, I just want you guys to know. give even more to us? I love that you spotted those kids. <laughs> I, I'm just like, Andy, I'm letting you know. I will 100% authorize you going on any show you want as long as you dance like these idiots and embarrass yourself. Because that will be the gift to me that keeps on giving. Oh, my God. His voice sounds like someone slowed down the playback of someone else's voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's with the top comment. That's <laughs> fucking great. Oh That's man, great. I love oh. it. I love it so much. Here's here's the question that I I pose to you guys right now. All right, we had to do this uh, emergency internet explorers. I and love then it. For screencast, we're talking about the boys. Yeah. How do you want to handle this? Do you want to just keep going? Turn I think we just keep going and, and turn it into screencast. Who cares? Uh, yeah, this man. is perfect. We talk about the boys and Vin Diesel. Do I'll you, do the ad at some point. It'll do be you perfect. Want me to like change the background and stuff because i nah, can do that on the nah, fly right don't now. even don't even i mean whatever you that want to do big cat not for me and for, for but, people wondering joey said that she was going to bow out of this episode just uh you know some people yeah be she's like, not well, into the boys that much y'all and, didn't invite joey back but yeah she 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 was no like, she's yeah. joey's welcome on the show else wondering yeah you guys just watched me get cut from the episode so oh but, but, but you're but kevin your presence is always felt yeah always felt i'm in the matrix nick 
100 oh, you guys can't see. No, we can't Damn see. You. Damn it. Kevin, can you do me a, can someone do me a favor though and just please I need this today. At least composite Kevin's face any... onto the album art. I need you to dance and sing <laughs> in Vin Diesel. I, I want Kevin to sing the whole album and then I need someone who's good at auto-tuning to auto-tune it so it's perfect. I, I can auto-tune. No I have that right here. But you, but Kevin, your your pitch is not that great, and that's not a slide against you. I need someone who's just like feels like Corey a slide McMasters. against me, son of a Nick, bitch. You need you need somebody like Vin Diesel with perfect pitch. Because I'm sure Vin Diesel has perfect pitch. I'm sure he's got perfect pitch. Here's the thing: I need you to activate your auto tune, and I need you to sing to this sing. song. Fucking please, okay. Kevin. I need it. I, first I need of all, it. I'm not week. Tim. 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 Mm-hmm. Kevin. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. one of my Michael. things. You know it. You're crossing a line right now. But you have okay. the auto tune. It'll make you Timothy? sound good. Just sing into Tim? it. I'll do it with you. We'll do it together. No, no. I like Gary Wood. Or, yeah, Gary Wood is the only person that can get me to sing. All right. Fucking Tim, call Gary. We need no, him right now. No, that's call not him what I meant. Call him and ask Kevin to sing the Vin Diesel single. Kevin, this is what the world fucking needs, man. Also, I don't. The auto tune right now is not working. Send it to me. I'll auto tune it. <laughs> wait why is it not working kev oh man i i mean i don't know earlier when i started the, the people liar. were like oh we can't he's, hear a you. he's a lie he's a liar I'm not. he doesn't want to do it it's okay it's okay I mean, what's yes, up everybody I very Welcome much to do not want to do it i get wait, it hold man. on I just uh, want a picture of Kevin on the album art, man. Just put someone put Milk Mommy on the album right, art. Right. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, Nick. You get a little, uh, you get a little uh, n- add noise filter yeah, on Photoshop. Get, get the little wash. It's so good. Actually, you could just do it. Mm. Just put a put a white background, like a gradient background. Put a shit ton of noise in it, and then just like mm. color correct it. It's yeah. Perfect. Ha- have like a have like some orange kind of on the top right, and then set it as an overlay or a soft light kind of oh. have it coming in. Yeah, like Christ, the, Daddy, I love it. Nick, in the Discord chat, I I put a link to the lyrics. Of this oh, song, thank you. I'd like and you. I, I'd like you to read them, please. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That sounds great. The font is, I think, Century Gothic for anybody out there wanting to do this. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> "Feel Like I Do" by Vincent Diesel, produced by Kygo, who I'm Sir, assuming Kygo's dope. Sir Kygo, Vincent Diesel. Sir Vincent Diesel, the third yeah. Esquire. Verse number one: Who goes out on a Tuesday night in this bar's too quiet and the cover band is too loud. Step outside. I'm about to leave when you are right on by and I'm just breeze. Bridge. All of to find. I don't There's a question mark and I'm not quite sure. I, I don't think oh. the person writing the lyrics knew what that meant. Yeah. Probably. He's probably like these some words Vin Vin Diesel. Diesel indecipherable. <laughs> Vin, Diesel wrote, to... Vin Diesel wrote them at night, woke up the next morning. He's like, fuck, I don't know what I wrote. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I, I use the word breeze. <laughs> <laughs> all of the blank to find someone to hit me like you. And oh, I guess all of the time to find someone to hit me like you. And I'm not the type of guy who likes to rush in, but I want to. Chorus. I don't know you, but it feels like I do. And I was frozen when you walked in the room because every single word, it just makes my stomach turn because I don't know you, but it feels like I do. This sort of feels like to me that he's writing about my experience last night drinking too much almond milk because it made my stomach turn a little bit oh, too. So really? Why do you there. keep drinking too much almond milk? That's the only lyric. Kevin, yeah. I, I pretend <laughs> like it's a, I pretend like it's a, um, like a, a melted vanilla sundae, like a parfait, oh, and I sip it. Delicious. And I sip it. And then I eat my I, I eat my vitamins from my hair, and then I eat too many of them, Andy, and then it makes my stomach ache. 
Yeah, they're not going to eat all those gummy bears. You're not supposed to eat them. I know you can't eat. You can't eat more than four. More than four gives you a little bit of a. Uh, Tim, should I keep going or are we done with? No, I think we're good. There's not many lyrics left because it it just kind of starts repeating itself. But I I think we get the point. My face on it here. You can put my face on it. You know, I like that he's always slightly looking to the left of the lens on the on the iPhone. There's one thing. Obviously, like we're we're making a lot of fun here, right? Fuck yeah, we're having we're having a lot of jokes with this, but the I. There is a level of carefree that I really envy with with Vin Diesel, like the ability to not only do this, but have so much confidence in it. And I I envy that. I wish I had that. I wish I could just say, fuck it, I'm going to put out a song and it's going to be sick and everybody's going to love it. And pe- there's, these jackasses on an Internet show are not going to make fun of it. I wish I I wish I had that power. Totally. The thing is, I don't I think you're thinking about it wrong. I think he doesn't. He just doesn't care because he knows that oh, even cares. though we are making fun of him, we love him. Oh, yeah. Like, I think this song is absurd. I don't think it's a good song. Having said that, when I get in my car later, Tim, yeah. I am going to fucking blast this song yes, you in are. my neighborhood yes, you are. to celebrate Vin Diesel. Because celebrate. even though I don't think he's a great artist, I fucking love him and I want him to succeed no matter what. I would love it if he made something like another Riddick so I could actually like not be ashamed to love him. But hey, you know what? Wait, Beggars can't be choosers. I know. Kevin, and that's awesome. I know. He's giving God us what we him. want. And he's giving we, us more than that. It's like getting Taco Bell, but then also someone brings you a burrito from the corner store. And you're like, and that's what this song is. It's a burrito from the corner store. And you're like, I don't want that. It's going to make me sick. But you know what? You're going to give me Taco Bell eventually. So I'll just eat it all, Vin Diesel. I love it. it. I love it. All. We are officially 189 days away from Fast 9 being in theaters. Kev, can you please bring up yeah, I'm Vin just Diesel's very confused. Instagram. So this is just now Internet Explorers. Just it's be both. clear. It's both. It's, it's Internet Explorers cross screen. Okay, but for time codes, what am I writing now? The lines you know are blurred, Kevin. The lines are blurred. We just, can just do this as an Internet Explorer. No, we have to do the boys. We have to yeah, do the boys. Thing, I did a this, plot summary. It'll be let's make it's an Internet Explorers, but we will review the boys. Yeah, <laughs> in it. that sounds good. That sounds yeah. good. Just put, you put Internet Explorers cross screencast. Vin Diesel, the boys. I hate you. Uh, KFAF, I hate all of you. Title. This this is Kevin, the thing is, everybody wanted the morning show back. It's here. It's, it's, it is. It is. It's here. Yeah. Kevin, it is. Here's what you need for screen for uh, time codes. Just have Internet Explorers, Vin Diesel, and then Screencast, Boys, Season 2, Episode 6 review. All right. Cool? Perfect. Cool. Perfect. Now, Jay, Nick, Jay Shaw and Chad yes. make a great point. We have transcended time codes, Kevin. That's so true. Mm-hmm. We have transcended. I mean, All if right. you've gotten if you've gotten this far into watching us talk about Vin Diesel's new song, you're 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 here for the whole voyage, the bomb voyage. I love it, man. Now here we have his Instagram, and Nick, you missed it, but he once again posted the same fucking Photoshop of Uh-oh. Paul Walker in the sky. God, uh, why does he do it? Why does he? <laughs> why, first off, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can I just can I air my grievance now, please, Andy mm-hmm. and Tim? And Kevin, sure, do you mind? If I, can I have the the fucking mic for a second? Go ahead. Why was this not his album art? You motherfucker, Vin Diesel. That's true. Wow. With the disrespect <laughs> for Paul Walker that this shows, but not. I mean, you could have put the orange wash on it and made it, I guess, more grainy. Uh, Nick, Nick, based on all the rumors and leaks that I've been reading on the subreddit, this is the reversible side of the of the. Oh cover. my god! Yeah. You open it up, and that's it's just collectible. Oh, yeah. I'm, I would like Cameron, to Cameron Kennedy an apology. Kevin Kennedy in the chat says that's not a Photoshop. <laughs> that's just that's what happens when he real. goes outside. That's But so he posted amazing. the album art uh, of the I feel like I do 12 hours ago. So th- there was a little tease that I knew it was coming. So I was very excited to wake up to this. But in between that, he did post this this other picture, Kev, that you were just on. 
For what so long, I've been promising to release music, encouraged by you to nope. step out of my comfort zone. No one's done that. Thank you for believing in me. As always, I hope to make you proud. And then he has this picture. <laughs> He's a brick house, right? That's what. That that's says. like a, that's like He's Andy. That's like when you might, first. Might that's when you far, first started using Photoshop back in like 1994, and they had three filters, and one of them was brick eyes. Or you know what I mean? You remember that where it was like texturized oh gosh, and it made yeah. it into a brick? That's what I this was, is. You use the mosaic tile like brick exactly. thing. This is CS2 all over again, Nick. God, he's beautiful. He's beautiful. The thing is, the thing about Vin Diesel that I just respect is that he, this is all serious. He's not yeah. doing this to fuck around. And he's doing it like when a kid like draws a picture of the family and it looks horrible, but you're like, it's so pure and perfect and beautiful, even though it's fucking terrible that I have to love it. I love Vin Diesel. If he had a Patreon, I would put money toward him, even though he's a fucking billionaire. He should run for president. That's all I'm going to say. He should. He should. What a what a magical man. Anyways, uh, let's get to the boys season two, episode six review on kind of funny screencast. But before we do that, Nick, you yeah. want to tell us about the sponsors? I would love to tell you guys about our sponsors. Uh, we have our two sponsors bringing you the show today is Manscaped and Keeps. Uh, and let me take a second to tell you guys uh, about Manscaped. First off, did you know? Do you, hey, Tim, do you have a moose near your caboose? Where is moose right now? Is it near your caboose? Moose is upstairs. He ain't near my caboose, but uh, he is uh, <laughs> a little you what. fluff nugget. That's uh, good. And if you have a little fluff nugget near your caboose, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about that hairy big and something. Uh, okay, whatever. Thankfully, our sponsor today, Manscaped, has you covered to keep that hair looking nice and trimmed and feeling fully supported in case anyone wants to pet it. I put that last part in Manscaped. What are you going to do? Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Uh, uh, you know, we're hairy human beings here, ladies and gentlemen. There's no surprise there. Tim's a hairy beast. I'm Italian for Christ's sake. So Manscaping is incredibly important. That's why we love having Manscaped as our sponsor. They make awesome tools, uh, just like this ball hair trimmer that they've created, the Lawnmower 3.0. The premium Lawnmower 3.0 is waterproof, includes an LED light, and is made of advanced skin-safe technology, which reduces nicks and cuts on your delicates. If you've ever cut yourself down there, you know what pain is. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. You can get this trimmer inside the Perfect Package 3.0, which also includes the Manscaped Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver Ball Toning Spray. Both super practical, and they smell great, too. Uh, plus, for a limited time, you if when you order the Perfect Package Kit, you get two free gifts uh the shed travel pack and the manscaped anti-chafing boxer briefs the manscaped uh, those boxer briefs uh excuse me the manscaped anti-chafing cooling boxer briefs might be one of our favorites in the collection uh the boxer briefs have optimal temperature control with their crop cooling technology which keep your pride and joy supported uh the waistband is also super elastic to reduce chafing rubbing plus when you see, uh, when your girl sees this logo, she knows she's got a real manscaped man. Uh, here's how you take advantage of this. I'm sorry, pair these boxer briefs with your pH balanced liquid product like the Crop Preserver, and you're ready for anything. Uh, you guys got to try this stuff out. Keep it clean. Keep it safe. Uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code morning at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code morning. From the moose to the caboose, always use the right tools for the job next up ladies and gentlemen we have keeps uh we love uh let's see uh we love what you do and want to hear uh, excuse me i apologize about that listen ladies and gentlemen keeps is a service that will allow you to keep your hair andy and i have both suffered from hair loss over the years and uh services like this are what's keeping this bad boy tight you want to see it tim a you good boy. Show, me it. show me it oh there it is Oh, there it nasty. is. Yeah. Daddy's growing a mullet because he did something about his hair, his receding hairline when he was 25. And you can too. As guys, so much 
of our identity is wrapped up in our hair, uh, from how it feels after getting a fresh cut to the way it's perfectly styled before going out. That's why when we get into our 20s and 30s and start noticing uh, the first signs of hair loss, it definitely feels like panic time. Trust me, Andy and I, we can both attest. It's scary as hell. Uh, because let's face it, no guys ever want to go bald. Thankfully, now there's Keeps, the simple and easy way to keep your hair. Two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35. The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have the hair. Uh, you used to have to go to the doctor's office for hair loss prescription. Now, uh, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online and get hair loss medication delivered right to your home. They make it easy and deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor visits, which is nice, especially right now. Uh, only, uh, let's see, these are the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. You may have tried them before, but probably never at this price. Keeps treats uh, uh, treatments typically take between four to six months to see results, so it's important to act fast. The sooner you use, start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. Find out. Why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors, and more than 100,000 men trust Keeps uh, to keep to uh, for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatments start at just ten dollars a month, plus a limited time. You can get uh, for a limited time, you can get your first month for free. Uh, here's how you do it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to Keeps.com/morning to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash morning. Keeps dot com slash morning. Get over it and get that mullet going right here. Boom. All right, Tim. We're back. We are back. Now, Nick, you said something to to make the show even more chaotic than it already is. Yeah. Uh, I got a quick story for you. You Earlier, you mentioned us being hairy, hairy people and uh, being Italian, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So I, over this last week, had a revelation that is insane to me. But essentially, and I've told bits and pieces of this before on the podcast, but there's now, the wall's been broken down, so I know I'm, a lot I'm, more information. I'm scared about whatever you're about to say. So I did the 23andMe thing, right? Mm-hmm. My dad's mm-hmm. sister did 23andMe, and then it was revealed that she actually has a half-sister that we didn't know about. That's so I have crazy. an aunt that I didn't fucking know about. We then, I, not we, I don't know why I say we. My aunt contacted her. They've now become close. They've dived deeper into this whole thing. Turns out there's a whole fucking network. There's a whole side of a family that is related to me that I never knew, that, that I didn't know was related to me. That Both my grandma and grandpa were just horse. They were just out there sowing their seeds every which goddamn yeah. way. And what's crazy is I've always grown up hearing bits and pieces of this story, but it's never added up to me. But my last name, Gettys, shouldn't be my last name. And I finally now know why. It's because my grandpa fled Italy Mm -hmm. and had to hide for some dumb bad shit that he did. Oh, no. And his name was Bertoni. Yeah, it is. Should be Bertoni. Tim Bertoni. I knew but, it. I knew by that nose you were an Italian. <laughs> but anyway, this is just like the most mind-fucking-blowing thing where it's like I have this whole other side of a family that I'm like, what the shit? Dude, anyways, Bertone's a dope-ass Italian. It is. I I'm happy with Tim Gettys, though. Tim Gettys has like a Tim Gettys a better it. stage name. Tim Bertone sounds well, like you should own a restaurant in Napa that I can't get into. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And, you know, obviously we're going through a different last name change. I think we also have to just change the first name at this point. What go Barry Bertoni? You know what I mean? Like hell yeah, Bert. I, just just go for it, Bert Bertoni. I'm just thinking of like words that could go to get like I, I don't know, man. I, I really want to think on this and just like create your alter ego. Mm-hmm. 
but I love Barry Bertoni. Barry, <laughs> Barry, Bertoni. <laughs> Anyways, life's fucking weird. Let's talk about the boys. That is wild, ladies and gentlemen. You've come here for our review of Vin Diesel's album, and you've stayed for our review of the boys. Let me pull this up. I think I lost my web browser. I lost it, Kevin. Where's my web browser? Uh, episode six is right here, ladies and gentlemen. Called um, shut the bloody doors. No, what is it called? Uh, mm-hmm. The bloody doors off. Episode six. Mm. We are almost done with this series, right? There's only eight episodes in season two. two more left. Yeah. Uh, let's go into some spoiler-free thoughts on this episode before we get into it. And guys, I did just in case you're wondering, I, I missed it. I did a quick what I'm calling a uh, top-level plot recap or TLPR. It's about 20 lines, and I can read that for you when we get into spoilers if you'd like. I would, I would like that. Now, before we like. even get into that, I do want to say there's two news stories real quick that I just want to throw out there because you sure. said there's eight episodes. First off, breaking news that happened. There's going to be Samuel L. Jackson's going to be in some Disney Plus right. Marvel Studios show. That's sure cool. That's exciting stuff. I imagine it's going to be sword related. Whatever. Cool. That's cool. But cool and on topic, boys, spinoff announced. Oh, that? right. Yeah, I did see that. I apologize. Yeah, they announced that there's, their news there's going to be a, a boys spinoff coming out that – uh, is a college comedy show where it's uh, about a, a superhero college of kids like trying to like get uh, recruited in all the big cities to be their main superheroes. Wow, that it's like the begin- it's like the very first episode of The Tick. Wait, that makes I'm me sorry. happy. I'm sorry, Nick. You went sky high instead of sky actually. high. Mm-hmm. No sky high. <laughs> Bless you, you sweet man. I love that I've movie. Used, Sky High is more. great. I, I really enjoy that movie way more than I should. I love uh, it. This is My Hero Academia, man. Except this, the heroes of My Hero Academia, like one of the dudes. Let me just explain to you one of the powers of My Hero Academia so you get a taste for how weird the powers are. One guy can grow camera lenses out of his body. Cool. That's, <laughs> just like, that makes, that's that's that makes make sense. Up. I don't know why. He's just a photographer. The boys have some weird shit, too, that I'm sure we'll get into in a second. But so spoiler free, the the show continues to just be fucking awesome and dominate. And I love that these episodes don't give a shit about runtime. This one was like, what, an hour, hour, five minutes. minutes. Yeah. And it's just like fucking awesome. And again, I said this last week, but I love that as I'm watching the episode, it never feels like uh, we're in the middle of the episode. Now we're at the end of the episode. Every moment feels like the episode could end right there. Because there was some crazy cliffhanger or some big reveal or something just happened. And it's just exciting thing after exciting thing. And there's some plot lines that I think that we're uh, kind of like I'm happy to see kind of coming into an end. Uh, but there's other ones that I'm like, well, it's been a while since we've seen that. I don't know where mm-hmm. that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the main plots of episode six, I'm just like, holy shit, this show is rad. I, I haven't it- felt this way about a show. Uh, and like, it's rare that you get this feeling where it's so consistently good. And like Watchmen is an example. Uh, having seen Watchmen, and then um, I think of like season one of True Detective, where every episode just felt super important, and there was no filler, and everything they're showing you needed to be shown, and even little small things that they're showing lead into things later on. I'm just like, I'm constantly blown away by this damn show. Last night's episode was so awesome, and I, I had like several moments where I'm just like. M- fucking jaws on the ground because i can't believe what what i'm seeing so good dude i i I, i'm there with you as well guys i think the main story arc for me is still compelling and they managed to sort of dip into uh some of the backstories for some of the lesser characters in this that i thought was really really fun or not fun but like 
heart wrenching and crazy. And uh, also, there's uh, there's a couple of cameos in this one. I guess we saw him last episode, but uh, the fact it's that so cool. They brought in. Oh, some, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but let's get spoilers. Think, spoiler mode now. All right, let's spoiler mode. Hold on, we, is, and when we do this, when we do the spoiler mode, let's keep on giving time for people to change the episode so they can click off of their phone. All right, that's enough time. Cool. Sean Ashmore, man, fucking a. What? And on top of it, he's, he's now pyro. pyro. I know him playing with the lighter. I was like, this is so weird and specific. <laughs> like, yeah. I just fucking love it. It's such a great Easter egg for, I mean, it's not that big of an Easter egg for anyone who likes X-Men or has watched any of those movies. The idea of him playing with the ladder and being brooding and all that stuff is just such a funny little reference to the guy that played Pyro. And it like, sucks for him, right? Because he's like, fuck, I, could, I originated the role of the guy who could play with fire from a Zippo lighter. Why didn't they call me Tim? Yeah. Why didn't they call me Tim Bertoni? Dude, Sean Ashmore looking skinny as shit. That's good. He has a twin brother, right? There was an Ashmore brother. Yeah. I feel like it would have been hilarious if they just cast him instead and be like, oh, we got the wrong one. Sorry. (laughs) Dude, I I loved it because him being in this, like his storyline, everything they did with him was cool. I like that we had a kind of new character introduced here, both from a superhero perspective and from just him being there. Like Lamplighter, what a doofus looking ass guy. But I loved the way that they set it up and continue to build this world. But continuing to have the ability to just throw in a cameo and have it not be distracting. Like, I feel like last season they had, um, what's his name? The Six Sense Kid. Oh, um, uh, Haley Joel Osment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And like having was him great. was great, you know? And it's like, I just think that it gives a legitimacy to this show that obviously look at the budget, look at just like what the show is and the type of original it is. This isn't on the level of a Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad or something. It doesn't need to be. No. I feel like it works with what it has so well and continues to surprise me when it has big cameos like that that are like, oh, shit. Like, but yeah, it kind of is on another level. It's, it's yeah. kind of one. It definitely is on another level for me where I am. I don't know if I've ever been impressed by the writing in this show. Like I, I, there hasn't been. And I guess I'm more impressed by the comedic chops, obviously, because of the team behind it. And I feel like the writing in some of the best shows are what separate the best shows from middle of the pack shows. This game has never, or this show has never really had a, like a long sort of um, breaking bad type monologue, game of Thrones type monologue where you're like, Whoa, dude, like these writers went off here, dude, this shit's like God tier. I haven't really experienced that in this show. It's just more of the character interactions, the cool twists you didn't really see coming. I think just the story so fascinating and so good. And when you start, kind of connecting the dots as the episodes go on the uh, lady from second episode of the first episode gets her head exploded and now we see what what uh soup did that and it's the girl from the jail that just got released or whatever the one who's hitchhiking at the very end she's the one who probably exploded that woman's head you know we don't like, know we don't know that though we we can we can there's no oh, one gotta, one yet so we're not oh, quite really sure. i gotta yeah. assume because i like when and i so see it, it when I see this soup explode, that guy I go, oh, she's the one who fucking did that. I guess that's like where my brain immediately went. What, is Possible. that yeah. Possible. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I didn't try that together. But that's it, that is a pop. That's cool. I didn't I didn't realize that. I just thought she was she's been in that jail forever because she's super scary. I think her name was Cindy or Sin or something like that. I was trying to figure out what it was, but I was a little tired last night when I was doing this top level plot synopsis. Hey, uh, we've spent way too long talking about the show in a spoiler capacity without mentioning the big dick. <laughs>
Oh, that big old doink doink. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what right now. they There's a shot where he tries to strangle uh, Laz Alonzo with it. And then they show it receding into his pants. And then they, just in case you didn't see it, they cut closer to it as like the last foot of it goes back into his shorts. And I'll tell you what, man, one time when I was, when I was like younger, I saw one of my neighbors like working on his car and he was hanging brain. And that, that was shocking. This reminded me exactly of that. (laughs) I was like, excuse me, sir. Your balls are showing. I'm glad you told us. I'm glad you told us. You're welcome. That that was, that was a a sort of weird moment when we see the thing wrap around his neck. You're like, what the fuck is this? What kind of, and then you immediately kind of right put away. it together. Yeah, Kevin, I kind of had that feeling like almost instantaneous. Like, like what is that? Oh, it's to do with the I, giant dick. I legitimately Uncut was like, too. Paula, it's the one. giant dick. It's the giant yeah. dick. And she was like, well, what the fuck are you saying? She, she was like, what's a giant dick? And Kevin's like, oh. <laughs> Why you got to talk shit? <laughs> it, was just, it was too easy a setup. Anyone would have gotten that. It, it was, was not just a Kev thing. It was too easy. It, it was just. It was, Thanks for and kicking me off this show for no reason. <laughs> Kevin, you're on the show. Kevin, pop up, oh, really? pop up as Cortana. Really? Yeah, I'm on the show because I don't Kevin, feel pop like up as, pop up as Cortana, Cortana and sing a little Vin Diesel for me. I'll pull the lyrics up for you. I hate all of you so much. I hate us too, Kevin. If it's any consolation, I'm on your side. I hate me too. Um, there's a lot of uh, yeah. I think we touched over a lot of it. I, I briefly want to touch over some of these plot uh, points. The first of which is uh, well, actually, I'm sorry, Andy. I have a new uh, top level plot song for you. Uh, it goes like this: top level plot plot. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the top level plot. Uh, we start off with Stormfront and Homelander crushing a man's face while she rubs his penis. Yeah, that's how we start hot. this episode. Fucking yeah. hot, right? It is. And- it is crazy. Uh, we get introduced, of course, to Sage Grove uh, Center on Stormfront's computer, which they found. Uh, the Deep brings Maeve's camera from the wreckage, and so some shit's going to happen with that from that plane that crashed last season. Uh, Deep also recruits A-Train with a fresca. And I'll tell you one thing right now, guys. The Out of all the disturbing things in this show, offering people a fresca before you induct them into a cult is probably the most unsettling thing. I don't know how you guys feel about this. I agree. Yeah. Uh, let's see I what was else kind here. of put off of that because I forgot that Me too. the fresco was tied to the cult. Yeah. So when he walks up and says, would you like a fresca? I thought it had something to do with Compound V. I right. thought it was a, like, uh, you know, are they or are they tr- using this to traffic it? What a crazy thing to sort of, you know, kind of plant in viewers' minds in the earlier episodes to later pay off to something else. But then as soon as I saw him at that, you know, the... Uh, what do they call it? The ministry for whatever the church of, uh, I have it in here. So the church of the century. No, fuck. collective collective church of the collective. Something like I, that, yeah. I'm right there with you guys where uh, I was saying this last week when it came to even just the relationship between Huey and starlight, where it's like these episodes have so much in them and focus on so many characters and keep moving and moving and moving that like when they make callbacks and references to prior plot points, even if it was in the last episode, sometimes I struggle to put it together. Contextually, you can put it a lot together. And I think with the fresca, I'm with Andy where it's like, I knew they were referencing something. And then later when I see it, I'm like, okay, cool. That's what I thought. But yeah. it's like, it is kind of weird where it like kind of, they expect a lot from us and I'm, I'm fucking here for it. Cause it's cool. Yeah. You guys pay attention, baby doll. Uh, of course, we get a lot of Frenchie's backstory here, and I'm just going to skip ahead. But Frenchie, it looks like was uh, was you know used to be a bank robber. He's very very smart. He's good at subduing. Um, and I, I like how they show him like uh, making a bomb out of uh, with that. What was the drug? Kevin, help me out here. What was the drug? Xanax. 
Xanax um, for that guy. And Mallory recruits him. And then, of course, he uh, because one of his friends was ODing, we get the backstory that he left his post uh, and Lamplighter went to exact revenge on Mallory and accidentally burned her kids alive, which is very, very fucked up. And they both feel very bad about it. But I like that cathartic moment where they realize they've both like hated each other and they both now kind of hate themselves more. Um, and then we get some, uh, some finally we get some him kind of coming full circle with Kimiko where he's like, I've been trying to save you to, to absolve my past transgressions, but I realize I can't do that now. And I just have to like come clean about all this stuff and leave you alone. And she's like, well now I like you cause you're not creepy anymore. And you got good hair. Uh, other than that, we get a bunch of stuff at Sage Grove. Sage Grove, in fact, is a place where Bobby from X-Men from Days of Future Past is um, is there, except now he plays with fire now, and they're doing all sorts of experiments on adults, trying to get Compound V to work on adults. It works better in babies, but now they're trying to figure out how to stabilize it for adults, and they haven't quite figured it out yet. Uh, Bobby is just burning all of the evidence. Uh, and did, then... Did we know really quick that Bobby worked there? Um, no, not in the other episode. We saw it. We saw it. We saw him briefly in the other episode. And we're like, oh, yeah. that's interesting. But now we know he is Pyro from X Men: Days of Future Past. And yeah, because even on the even on the sort of hidden camera, even on the hidden camera uh, sort of footage or whatever, where not uh, the security footage when they finally break in and they kill the security guy, and then all the crew is sort of like watching all the cams in Sage Grove, and we see Stormfront walk into a room. And they're like, oh, fuck, Stormfront, she's in there. I didn't know that Bobby was in the room with them what until the... Stormfront. I was going to okay. say, don't they have a moment where Lamplight, no, someone, Frenchie's like, I know that guy. Yeah, I know that guy. And it like punches well, in and it's like, who the fuck is that? But yeah, it's not I, until I, he burns the guy. He's not yeah. until he burns him and he goes, holy yeah. fuck, that's Lamplighter. We it, have to go kill him. And then Lamplighter's like, like, we can't do that. It's zoomed in on Stormfront and she's like, trying to get the info out of him. And the guy's like, I just want to see my sister. She's like, all right, we can arrange that. And she gets pissed and she walks out and the camera turns to Lamplighter. And at that moment, I, I didn't know if we had seen him before, but at that moment I was like, oh my God, he's here. Like this is where the actual plot's going to happen. Burning happens. And then, you know, all hell breaks loose later on in the coolest possible way. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, they break out, and of course, uh, one of the other uh, soups that's being experimented on uh, blows a car, uh, bl- uh, blows a, a butcher, uh, Starlight, and Huey, and fucks up Huey, and uh, he gets a little shrapnel in his side, uh, which forces um, a Starlight and Butcher to go to the road to find another car so she can ape the electricity and cauterize his wounds so they can get to the hospital. And in doing so, unfortunately, she has to kill the dumb shit dork. That decides to pull a gun on three people, one of whom is clearly the most famous superhero on the planet. But whatever, I digress. <laughs> That's what you get when you match your belt exactly to your shoes, dorks. Just think about that. You get death. And then the be- the most important part of this episode, I think, is that she doesn't feel any remorse for it. And Butcher gives her like the yeah. And she goes, don't fucking look at me like that. Don't give me the yeah. I don't want that cold look of approval from you. I'm nothing like you. And he's like, yeah. And she goes, yeah. <laughs> we're fucking cool their whole relationship and that whole thing like that goes to me with what andy's saying about the writing in the show not really being that great but it doesn't matter because it works for me because it fits with what this world is and like with these characters like we've seen them long enough now that we know butcher we know her and putting them together it's like that's how they would act yeah they have that they have that really heartwarming moment in the hospital kind of both looking at huey being like talking shit he can't he can't can't quit you and he can't quit you either you know like i just Mm -hmm. i love that you know, we're not so different after all sort of thing. But I do want to quickly touch on the mutant that Butcher caps in the chest after he sort of like caused that whole thing. Because I just felt right. really bad for him. I felt bad for that kid. 
I didn't feel bad for a man. Right, Butcher was right. like, we're cool, man. We're cl- we clearly don't work for this facility. Just keep fucking walking. Keep and moving, like, man. Because I don't, because I, I don't even think that he could control that. That's why I felt bad for him. No, like he, I think he, he kind of just like purpose. freaked out and did that thing and just sort of stood there. And Butcher was like, oh, fuck, you're dead now. But I felt really bad for him because this kids know nothing. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ, Kevin. What? This, kid's, this kids know no, nothing okay. but torture and, <laughs> you know, his whole life. And now he has to experience that. No, yeah, but man. I feel like Kevin's right. Go, go ahead, Kevin. I was just gonna say, I feel like he did it on purpose. Like he was like, "I'm scared. I don't For know sure. who you are. I'm gonna do this little blast to get you out of my way." And it fucked up Huey. Yeah. You, you, and it you fucked know. up the van. Yeah. Oh man, the van's done. Not only that, uh, Power Girl had no more powers. Yeah. Right. If, if someone You're did right. that to my Toyota Sienna, the future van that I'm gonna buy for all of us, so we can all go on day trips together, I would be pissed, and I would treat that, that guy in the chest so too. Exciting. I would love to go. Remember when we rented the Sienna? We went to the, the Sienna for uh, the, the spring so break no. thing that we did. So and we just rode around San Diego. No, that wasn't the spring break. The Sienna can was you, Kevin Smith's. Oh, it's been, it's oh been, that's right. That's right. Do you right. know it's been three years since that? Because I got a reminder from uh, wow. on Instagram or Snapchat or something like that saying, like, it's been three years since this day. And it's Kevin. <laughs> I'm going to post it on Twitter today. It's Kevin doing the craziest water slide down this fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. God, that was so Imagine us doing it now, blasting the new Vin Diesel song. <laughs> I'm, I'm so proud of how quickly I got a water slide. Yeah, you're really good at it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Kevin had to get up really early in the morning for that, but it was fucking it was worth fucking it, man. Worth it, dude. There was Same just game. a little less space than we needed for the slide, which made it even better. It's always better <laughs> when a slide slightly dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, rounding out this episode, of course, we get a lot of information about, on Stormfront. Uh, Homelander confronts her because she lies to him about going to the thing, to Stagegrove, uh, and when then she comes clean. And man, her backstory is even fucking crazier than you think it is. She is, of course a super Nazi. She was one of the original or, or the original compound V uh, recipient that Vought, who was uh, a Nazi scientist gave to her. Uh, and she has now been waiting for a very, very long time to find her, uh, her super counterpart, which is Homelander together. Of course, they, uh, the whole big plot that she's going to do is she wants to make a super army of, I presume an Aryan nation so that they can take back uh, what is rightfully theirs, their position in the world as the superiors. It is super scary. She has a crazy moment where she gets super heartfelt with them. And you're like, wow, you, I'm, you, she's nailing the courage of her convictions here, which makes it even scarier. And Homelander is just like, she rubs my pee pee. So dude, I, she's so fucking dope. Continues to be pee-pee. such a standout in the show. And the, the thing that I love about the show is the reveals constantly and the way that they start talking about when they're looking through the pictures and she's talking about specific people's names. And then she's like, yeah. And then the big guy, whatever. And it's like, obviously alluding to Hitler, but then you yeah. see it and you're like, that's not Hitler. And then they reveal that it's the Vought founder. It's like, that yeah. is so fucking smart. So yeah. smart. It's so, it's so cool for her to say, here's this old lady, your grandmother. No, this is my daughter, blah, blah, blah. And then the way she pronounced Berlin in a very Beckham. German yeah. way, I went, "Oh my god, dude!" She's a she had a couple. Nazi. She had a couple moments where she slipped into like an old school accent like that. That I was yeah. like, "That's a really good touch, really good touch for her." Um, and then, of course, uh, we see that the uh, the crazy super from the um, uh, the asylum Sage Grove actually has escaped, and she's walking down the street. She got the cool bald head. Whenever someone has a bald head and a like dirty face, and they have that dangerous look, it's cool to me. Oh, it's uh, Jack from Mass Effect too, man. It's oh, Jack yeah. from Mass Effect too. Bald um, and crazy, gonna explode shit everywhere. And then the episode ends with A Train's rap, which I think is one of the best parts of this episode when they're when she's showing it to him and it's just a random like white dude saying the lines in the cadence so he can understand it. 
I think it's I, a YouTuber. I, I couldn't YouTuber? find. I couldn't find the name, but I, I'm pretty sure I recognize him from some. It reminds me of any time Tim's had to get me to rap because he has to mm-hmm. do the same thing where he's like, "Nick, this is how it goes." Like a million dollars, a million more. And I'm like, I don't understand how that works. I don't know the cadence. <laughs> yeah, I don't get the, the rhythm and rhyme, dude. I also shout out to A Train. Like he's a character that. Uh, maybe like partway through season one, I was like, all right, let's just wrap this up. I'm done with you. And him being back in season two, I was like, I'm surprised we're getting as much as we are. And like the way that they're continuing the storylines of characters like him in the deep, I'm just like, how are you both still relevant where I'm interested in what's going to happen to you? Like freaking awesome show. Well, as eight, as the deep and a train sort of meet again, back on that film lot. And he's like, what are you doing here? He's, I just, first off, I love, deep walking up to be like yo what's up my man he's like, i'm over here i'm right here <laughs> like it's just yeah it's like it's me it's your boy and it's he's like such oh, a man. good comedic actor and as i was watching it i thought man channing tatum was would have also been awesome in this role like just channing like tatum the, would have been just, just the, the fucking airhead himbo dude like it would have been perfect oh man i love well it. there you are ladies and gentlemen. many last minute thoughts on this episode episode six no man Perfect. I thought it was great. Two more to go. Can't wait. Next week's episode, Butcher, Baker, and Candlestick Maker. We'll be reviewing that uh, next Friday here on uh, Internet Explorer's Cross Screencast Act and uh, KFAF Returns. Um, I think that's good. We do have a couple uh, quick submissions for you guys. If you guys want to submit your uh, thoughts on next week's episode or really the Vin Diesel album as well, please go over to patreon.com slash kind of funny. Back us at the fan mail, or excuse me, at the uh, the $5 tier above, and that'll get you access to uh, sending us your comments here. Uh, just like uh, Mario 8th did, said, did you guys know Vin Diesel put out an album and then gave me the link to it? And I was so excited to talk about that today. And Tim, you came through for me. Uh, Brandon says, uh, the boys are doing a great job of showing how U.S. Homelander became seduced by fascism and white supremacy uh, from Stormfront through the proliferation of memes, false truths, and propaganda, the allure of power and privilege to enable nationalism and patriotism uh, despite the loss of morality, justice, and truth. Pretty good representation of our current sociopolitic political climate they definitely are drawing inspiration from that for sure if you guys uh want some more anthony Starr, says gus uh in your life check out a show called banshee it's a pulp action show with uh real john wick vibes in terms of fights and criminal underworld slash society he plays a sheriff with a shady past and is a bit more redeemable than homelander god i hope so because homelander is a psychopathic murderer <laughs> uh pretty hard to redeem him if they can bring him back it'll be like a jamie lannister no, style redemption it's impossible. I don't know gonna happen. it's impossible uh cool guys i think that's it did i forget anything i'm I'm all disheveled. No, I think uh, we're good. Jaysha021 in the chat says something that I thought was really funny, too. The funniest line was when Homelander blew off Stormfront by saying he had to go practice his lines with Black Noir. Oh, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, cool, guys. Well, hey, uh, thank you for joining us on this Internet Explorers cross-screen, uh, cross-screencast. We'll be back next week. But until then, stay streaming, my friends. <laughs>